So Matt Dumba's play has been uneven so far this year, to say the least. Why does he keep getting so many minutes? Well, I've got a theory. We discuss today on Locked on Wild. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Sports Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. And just as a reminder, you can find Locked on Wild on your favorite podcast platforms absolutely free of charge. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, we discuss Matt Dumba and whether or not the Wild may look to trade him before the deadline, even if they're still in contention. We also talk about a potential team that has emerged as a spot for him to go. My name is Seth Topol, your daily Minnesota Wild insider, and it's no secret uh, Matt Dumba has had a wild ride so far here this season. And you look at uh, his projected stats for the year, projected based off of what he's doing right now, projected for 23 points, 6 goals, 18 assists, and uh, projected for 85 penalty minutes and 103 shots. Now let's look at how that stacks up amongst his uh, career averages. He has been right around a 20 to 30 point guy uh, for the Wild throughout uh, the course of his career. Now the penalty minutes would be a career high by far if that tracks out and um has not contributed a whole lot the way in the way of offense, but we've talked about this uh, off and on throughout the season. You've probably seen it on Twitter, and I know it has been discussed in the comments on our videos, and I think there's a real simple explanation as to why Matt Dumba continues to get um, the amount of run that he does is because Bill Guerin is trying to show the rest of the league that he's still got something left in the tank. And those numbers are not, if he keeps up that pace, they're not terrible. I mean, it would be a six-goal campaign would be right around where he was over the last four seasons. Now, it's not double-digit goals, which is where Dumba was before the the Kachuk fight, the first one, before the Kachuk fight really kind of sapped him of his offensive ability. But six goals... 20 points, that is kind of right on line with what he has been over the last few years. And so Bill Guerin is allowing an opportunity for him to try to showcase the shot, showcase some of the other things that he is able to do on a nightly basis with the hopes, I think, of trying to find a spot for him to go in a trade. Let's let's look at the particulars, and we'll talk about – what the Wild would need to do to fill the spot, what the Wild would need uh, in return, because I stumbled upon an interesting uh, article that uh, explains there may be a team that is interested or should be interested in his services. So you've obviously got the contract. Dumba under contract for one more season at $6 million. 
He does have a modified no-trade clause. And so uh, Dumba submits, submits a list to the team of 10 teams that he does not want to go to. Beyond that, it's free pickings for Bill Guerin to send him uh, to any of the other teams in the league. So Dumba does have a little bit of a say as to where he goes. But obviously, he has been the subject of trade rumors for years. This is not a new thing. This has been every offseason for the last probably four years is Dumba's going to be the one traded. Seattle Kraken expansion draft. Dumba's going to be traded to try to protect everybody else. Dumba's going to be traded. Dumba's going to be traded. So it's not a new problem. But it is finally this train is getting to the end of the tracks as to there is going to be resolution to this somehow. Because let's let's look at the defensive situation right now. You've got Spurgeon, you've got Brodeen, you've got Middleton, you've got Merrill, you've got Goligoski all locked in beyond this season to contracts. You have Kalen Addison, who is uh, continuing to really help this team on the power play and is learning how to be an effective defenseman on the fly. He's going to need a new contract after this season. And so you want to, between the two, it's an easy choice between Kalen Addison and Matt Dumba. You're keeping Addison if given the opportunity to choose between those two. So you're going to be taking that spot, and that leaves you already with, if nothing changes, that leaves you with your starting six defensemen minus Matt Dumba for next season. So there is really not a whole lot of room. Buyouts go up by $2 million more. There really isn't a whole lot of room for Matt Dumba to sign a new deal, and I think we just have finally gotten to the point where the separation finally makes sense for both teams because as it stands right now, it's going to be more and more difficult for the Minnesota Wilds to field a playoff competitive roster over the next two seasons. Now, it's not impossible, but it's going to be more and more difficult for them to do that over the next couple of seasons. Dumba is not exactly a young defenseman, uh, as he uh, is 28, and so he's, he's getting to that 30-year-old hump where then you see some of the skills start to decline on the uh, the other side of the mountain. So he's not getting any younger himself, and so it just makes perfect sense for him to go sign with somebody else after the season and to uh, to go to a team that's, that's going to get be fighting for a playoff spot if there's a market for him. I mean, we have really not seen a whole lot this season other than the career-high projected career-high in penalty minutes for Matt Dumba. And the penalties have been not the great kinds. No penalties are great, but there are some that you can kind of excuse. Delay of game. Hooking, slashing, tripping, you name it. They're not great penalties. And so if he ends up with a career high in penalty minutes by almost 20 full minutes, if he stays on pace for 85, that would eclipse his previous best by 26. 
that's really all he's giving you when he's out there on the ice. And so, yes, it is, uh, it's not something that anybody is really super thrilled about seeing. Not me, not any of you, but Bill Guerin is doing it to give the full complement of the NHL an opportunity to see what Mad Dumba still has left in the tank because let's consider this as well. Dumba has played every game so far this season, so it's not like he has developed any new injuries um, so far this year. So he is showing this season, he's showing some durability to where you can go to another team and you can say, you can throw him out there for 28 minutes a night, 24 minutes a night, and he's he's going to be able to play through it. He's done it all year. And so for a rental situation, he's showing teams that Dumba is capable of doing that um, and able to bring that to whichever team uh, he would potentially be in the mix for. Now, who would be in the mix for Matt Dumba? Well, funny you should mention that because uh, it sounds like there is a team that could be interested in his services. And so we will discuss that as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, plus stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From pro football to college bowl season to basketball and the World Cup, They've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. They are always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. So head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action at BetOnline, where the game starts. Continuing today's episode of Lockdown Wild, once again, thanks for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. For your second listen, make sure you check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, giving you the full lowdown on everything going on throughout the wide world of sports. Locked On Sports Today on your favorite podcast platforms, absolutely free of charge. Who would be interested in Matt Dumba joining their ranks defensively? Well, turns out it uh, could be a team that the Wild have previously traded with the Ottawa Senators saw an article the other day from uh, Dayton Reimer, actually from yesterday, and the title is such, and this again is from the Hockey Writers, Senators need to prioritize trading for Wilds Matt Dumba. You don't say. So let's just go through some of the things listed, some of the reasons listed as to why this would be a potential fit from a perspective outside of the Minnesota landscape. This is interesting to me to look at kind of how things are viewed outside the state of Minnesota about the Minnesota Wilds. So we're just going to go through this and we're just going to talk about some of the points that uh, are made in this article. Um, Dumba's in the last year of his contract on pace to put up one of his worst offensive seasons since 2015-2016. But the Wild are in a bit of cap trouble and have several young, talented defensemen ready to break into the NHL. We'll talk about that in a little bit as to who would fill his spot this season. 
It's almost a guarantee that he won't be around for another season, meaning that a trade would help the team recoup some assets before the two potentially part ways. Uh, Despite Dumba's repeated repeated claims that he loves playing for the Wilds, the defenseman is apparently on his way out. In a recent report from The Athletic, Michael Russo said this is almost surely Dumba's final season with the Wild after being drafted by them in 2012. He's outlasted countless trade rumors and two expansion drafts, but it's time. If Garen could move Dumba in a parallel move, it's likely he would do so. Dumba has played better lately, but he got off to a subpar start to this season and could be upgraded. Uh, it wouldn't be surprising if Garen trades Dumba in advance of the deadline, even if the team is in a playoff spot. Um, there are reasons for this. We talked about Kalen Addison being a big reason as to why you don't really, well, as to why you would need to make a decision between one or the other because Addison is a restricted free agent uh, this offseason. Also noted in here is Brock Faber, who we will discuss in a little bit. But let's get back to the Senators. The Senators are in a tough spot. Even the most optimistic member of the organization knew making the playoffs was a long shot this season. But to be sitting 27th overall two weeks into December is far less than ideal. The team was supposed to be seeing far more on-ice success this season, and while they've got some great individual performances from the likes of Brady Tuchuk, Tim Stutzla, and Jake Sanderson, among others, it hasn't translated into wins. So the temperature on the burner on the oven starting to heat up on the Ottawa Senators here so far this season. Uh, There have been some signs of life from Ottawa. They have won three of five games in December, which is one win off of their total from the month of November. Uh, The Senators are looking for a defenseman to upgrade their defensive core. General Manager Pierre Dorian wasn't able to acquire one in the offseason, and now that they're near the bottom of the standings, they'd be dealing from a position of weakness, but it's the position that needs the biggest upgrade. The team is allowing 3.3 goals per game this season, which is worse than last season when they finished 26th. There are some highly de- talented defensemen coming up, like Sanderson, Jacob Bernard Docker, Lassie Thompson, uh, and others, but the defensive players need much longer to develop. So even though Sanderson and Bernard Docker are showing some elite skills, It's unlikely they won't hit their potential for at least another couple of seasons. The team needs an established defensive presence to win more games. Uh, So what would a trade look like? There are a few issues preventing the Wild from trading Dumba right away. First, and this uh, this was, a, I think, put together a week or so ago. Uh, The Wild are sitting last in the wild card spot in the Western Conference. They have since moved up. So that, uh, that is not a, uh, that's not an issue anymore. And if anything, that intensifies the need to uh, move some salary to help bring in a uh, potential fit for the top six. If the Wild want to make a push for the playoffs, they could treat their alternate captain as a rental player rather than dealing him to the highest bidder at the deadline. Removing Dumba opens a large gap on the right side until Faber arrives. I don't necessarily agree with that sentiment, but I get what they're saying is somebody who plays that many minutes uh, and with Andre Schuster being the one who would likely take that roster spot, maybe um, that could lead to a, um, 
that could lead to an issue with filling those minutes uh, and the $6 million cap hit as well. Now, the $6 million cap hit, I think, is the biggest hurdle for a trade because if you look at where Ottawa's at right now, they currently have $3.39 million of cap space. So they are not able to not able to take on that entire contract. We read further. The Wilds are in the market for an impact forward, and uh, that would lead to Ottawa being able to accommodate maybe in that way. Um, they could send a contract back to the Wilds to give them more room to take on more of the contract, uh, such as Nikita Zaitsev, who has long been on the trading block due to his poor defensive play, but has been a 20-minute defender in the past. Okay, right off the bat, I'm not a huge fan of that idea. Um, Travis Harmonick, who is just a $3 million cap hit expiring at the end of this season, could also be an option, but he is, as he's much more consistent when given more minutes. And so you have those names. You've also got uh, the likes of a prospect such as Tyler Boucher, who could be a possibility. Um, the, wild, uh, the article mentions using the Devon Taves trade as a blueprint in which the New York Islanders acquired two second-round picks from the Colorado Avalanche in return. Um, <laughs> If you get that put on the table for Matt Dumba, you take that and you run as fast as you can. You take that trade and you don't look back. If a team is going to give you that for Matt Dumba, take it and sprint and run and uh, don't look back. So I don't know that it necessarily would be something like that. It could be a prospect. It could be a pick. But um, it looks as though, at least by this article... Some interesting points made, because if the Senators are going to get into a position to make the playoffs, they need some veteran, they need some more veterans, they need veterans on the defensive side of the ice. You just would have to try to make the money work somehow. And it could be a situation like what we saw with the Cam Talbot trade for Philip Gustafson. At the time, that trade looked hideous. Not so bad anymore, although Talbot is starting to pick it up with the Senators, but we've seen some really intriguing things from Gustafson, I think, so far this season to where you send a vet and you get a young player in return that can maybe give you a little bit this year, but can give you something beyond. That would probably be one of the best ways to approach the Dumba trade or if you're dealing with a team that is able to take on the entirety of the contract and wants to. Take the picks, take the picks, and just, okay, yeah, no worries. Whatever you want to do, we'll take it. So it is interesting um, in that uh, Dumba's minutes viewed as him being still one of those top four guys. I just, me personally, I don't think he is that guy anymore. And I don't have to tell, I don't have to tell anybody listening that. You, you guys all see it. We've talked about it at length throughout the course of the season. He just isn't that guy, but he's getting those minutes so that Bill Guerin can show teams that he is capable of just being out there on the ice and not getting hurt. That is a commodity that plays at this point. 
uh, of the NHL season. A defenseman that plays minutes and doesn't get hurt. That's a commodity you can sell. So that's what Bill Guerin is trying to do there. I do think Ottawa would be a fit, but again, you're going to have to try to make the money work because they can't take the whole contract on. So maybe you take somebody back in return. We'll just have to wait and see. Now, let's assume that a Dumba trade happens. How do you fill that spot? Well, again, funny you should mention that because I think it's a little easier than it may sound to fill those minutes. And so we'll finish today's episode of Locked on Wild discussing that after this. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, thanks for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. For your second listen, Locked on Sports today is waiting to tell you everything going on in the wide world of sports. Locked on Sports Today is available on your favorite podcast platforms for absolutely no charge. So Matt Dumba, out of the equation, how do you fill those minutes? Well, honestly, like, it's it's almost too simple, in my opinion, to uh, to do that because we've seen a lot of different uh, jumblings of pairings so far this season. For, uh, for the Minnesota Wild for defensemen. So you've, got, you've had an opportunity for a couple of different looks to see different things uh, from your decor. You could go with Kalen Addison in that spot, uh, being the, uh, the complement to Jonas Brodeen. Again, in that instance, you have the more offensively inclined defenseman paired with uh, Jonas Brodeen. I think Kalen moves better than Dumba does at this point. And so we had a chance to see that for uh, a few games um, early on in the season. thought it worked just fine. Now, you then are leaving yourself with uh, John Merrill and Alex Goligoski as your third pairing, which I think might be a little bit of a problem. So you go that route. You could either then put you could put Goligoski with Brodeen, I don't know that that's necessarily. Um, I don't know that that's necessarily fair to Brodeen. That also was tried and that didn't work particularly well either. So it's either one of those two guys fills in that spot. You could elevate John Merrill, but I think it makes the most sense to try to elevate. Keelan Addison into that spot, give him an opportunity to play next to Brodeen where it takes some pressure off of him defensively. It's it's basically what we were doing with Matt Dumba, just a younger version of that in Kalen Addison. So those would be the ways to do it. Now, who would fill in that roster spot? Well, Andre Schuster has been up and down between Iowa and the Wild so far this season. So that certainly would be an option that uh, that you could go to, uh, to try to fill that spot. Other defensemen in Iowa that uh, could be looked at in that situation as well. You have Dakota Mermis, who was with the team to start the year, got hurt uh, in training camp, and uh, now is back down with the Iowa Wild. You could go a little younger route and maybe go with Ryan O'Rourke or Damon Hunt to uh, to fill that spot, give them an opportunity to like we've seen with the other young, wild players over the last couple of years. 
give them an opportunity to see what it's like to be at the NHL level and uh, just to get some experience there. I think ultimately what would happen is you probably would see Goligoski get elevated uh, with Brodeen, but I, it could be a situation too where you see a couple of different lineups be utilized in order to uh, to fill that production. You'd probably see one of those guys elevated and Schuster back up as the um, as the seventh defenseman uh, for uh, for the Wild because I think the days of seeing this team go eleven and seven are hopefully behind us with the fact that we're starting to see the line combinations more gel, starting to see some things from the Matt Boldy line, starting to get players back healthy. Hopefully Hartman will be back um, here within the uh, the next day or two. So you're starting to see guys come back and get healthy. So the need to do that anymore is lessened. And so the need to have a seventh defenseman is not as big of a deal unless somebody gets dinged up. So, ultimately, will Bill Guerin make the move? Will he not? Uh, I know that's been a thing that has been discussed over the last couple of seasons is that despite all of these signs that the productivity on the ice is clearly deteriorating, despite all those signs, the Wilds continue to hang on to him. And um, I know that has irked a lot of people, and I get that. Ultimately, I think it comes down to you have to have trade value in order to be tradable. And before this season, I think people were looking at Matt Dumba and saying, well, geez, he was was really good for a handful of years and then just fell off a cliff. I'm, I'm not taking on damaged goods. And now that we have entered the final year of his deal where you're not taking on an additional year after this one, that's when the time to make the trade happens. You can throw him to somebody as a rental. They don't have to commit past this season. That is where the trade value is going to start to percolate. And don't be surprised if somebody out there sustains an injury to one of their top defensemen and needs somebody that can play some minutes and is durable don't be surprised if somebody comes knocking that we weren't expecting and uh, is able to do something to make it worth the Wilds time to make the trade happen. So will this happen? We'll have to see. But at the end of the day, I think that is my reasoning as to why we continue to see Matt Dumba get as many minutes as he is getting. It's an audition for the rest of the NHL. So let's see how it plays out. Wilds uh, take on the Detroit Red Wings tonight. We'll have a preview episode for you uh, later today. So make sure you tune in for that. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms so you don't miss out on any of our episodes throughout the week like this one. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on your favorite podcast platforms. You can find us on social media, including TikTok. In short, Lockdown Wild is everywhere, keeping you up to date on all things Minnesota Wild all week long. We will catch you for more episodes staying up to date on all things Minnesota Wild news and notes. So stay with us as we bring you new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Sports Podcast Network.